Hello audience, today we have a very interesting topic which is a day in the DevOps jungle. Hello everybody and welcome to the Cloudcast Show. This is Mario. And I am Guillermo. And in this podcast, we will discuss latest advances in cloud technologies, the world of DevOps, and software development hacks. All these to make your life easier. So if you're a technology expert, you own a business, you are an IT director, or just a regular geek guy, then you came into the right place. Well, that was an epic intro. And we have very special guests. They're basically like magicians. Or should I say like Jungle Beasts? I don't know. Their names are Luis and Sergio. Hey, hello Mario. Hey, hey Guillermo. Hello. Thanks for the invitation. Glad hello to be everyone. So, could you guys tell me what you guys do like for a living and, I don't know, your daily activities on the work, on your life and everything? I want to know everything. Well, uh, I am a system administrator. I have been working since 2017. And I had quite a lot of experience about infrastructure creation, service performance, and basically the way to keep websites and applications working in a better way, including the most best practices for this and include the most competitive services in the cloud. And that was not a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, Sergio. That's right. That's right. Thank you. But, but what about you, Luis? Okay, well, basically, uh, I'm a web application developer. Uh, I used to say I was a backend, but honestly, uh, at the moment, I don't know what exactly I'm, I am. Because, yeah, I've been playing a little with React and everything related to that. So maybe we can say I'm a full stack. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Probably. Don't say it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. And why we say like a DevOps jungle? Well, it's basically because it's super easy to get lost on this terminology. Am I right? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah, you are. Yeah, what I, what I like about being in the DevOps jungle all day or every day is that you can call it the jungle where you have to two different or three different departments which are development and then the operation department and then the QA department and all the things that you tackle on your day it's like you are in the jungle that's why we call it this way and then it's where the team trolls themselves through the window I don't know but that's why Luis and Sergio are here today they will be sharing their personal experiences and along with the with the DevOps career that they are following um, today and what they do for the technology and what they do to help us to embrace the digital transformation. Yeah, well, I would like to note that you guys are considered DevOps engineers, right? Can you tell us in the audience, what are your day-to-day -day activities as DevOps? Yeah, of course. Well, basically, if you ask myself, uh, if you ask me, sorry, I start sitting at my desk every morning and start to write a lot of books in JavaScript. That's basically all my work. <laughs> But now, talking, talking seriously, uh, once I wake up, uh, you know, I do my normal activities, like take a shower and everything to come directly to the office. After that, the first thing to do is check my social, in this case, my Slack, my workspace, uh, my messages, my emails, and first of all, the EG report also, because there is where we manage like our tickets, we manage our books in there, our issues, so I just check uh, everything, all the tasks I have in there, and yeah, I just see all my work of yesterday too. I start with that, um, 
you know, it's different for each project that I'm uh, that I've I've been. But in the one I am currently, uh, we work in that way. And I work uh, actually with a remote team where the tech lead and VP assign me task for the platform, and I start to write code until lunchtime. So basically, you just start your morning and check your emails or notifications and see uh, if there are no emergencies, let's say. Yeah. Basically. And then you start good. You get to work. Yeah, because what if you need something from your team? Do you have, do you follow like a method or a methodology to keep everything on track or something? So you, you don't get lost like in the, in all your activities, your daily activities. I don't know. Uh, yeah, as you said, um, we, we used to have uh, every day, when it's a daily call, you know, something like kind of stand up, but we are, okay. we are not working with that methodology, but it's something like that where I report all my work since yesterday to that hour, uh, my, my activities, yeah, my progress in the current issue or if I have changed from issues, everything. And uh, yeah, basically any blockers that I have. So um, yeah, I, I, I finish my call in case I need communication with them, I just slack. I just send a Slack to them, uh, everything I need to the developer or the VP. And yeah, I continue with the work until 6 p.m. that it's the end time for our office. Okay, and now let's go deep into the personal things. I mean, you don't need to tell us everything. We are not the CSI, but it will be interesting to know what you do outside your work. And so just the audience to get you to know better. Like everybody wants to know, does like do web developers do the same as yeah. All the like, start, yeah. like, yeah. like, are you always <laughs> behind a computer or something? Like, you don't see the the light of the of the world. I don't know. Like a lot of myths uh, on the computer field. Well, um, talking seriously, what I do after office um, is first of all I take care care of my health. Uh, basically, I do exercise. That's normal. That what normal people do. Yeah, so I think. I think most of the people. Most of the people, people. But from, especially in January. Yeah, I mean, from our area, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, that. we just started 2020. Yeah. And everybody's doing exercise right now. Yeah. But yes, I get. I bet that everyone, in at least April, is gonna stop. Doing yeah, that. they're like at first they're like New Year, New Me, New Goals, and then everything get lost at, at yeah in April or something like that. <laughs> Well, but yeah, yeah, I do it. I do it, and as, as you said, it's something for part of the year. I have started since last since the last year, and I have been taking care of my health seriously. Cause yeah, you know, to, when you see it in that way, it helps uh, you a lot regarding your work. So yeah, uh, I recommend to everybody to do it. It helps you a lot. And after that, you know, after finishing all my my exercise routine, what I do is. You know, I enjoy playing video games like everybody other nerd in here. So yeah, I try to play some video games in my computer or some some in the Switch. I actually have finished uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild after two years of its launch. So That's yeah, I do that and yeah, <laughs> I try to, to read also when I have time. Okay, that's perfect Luis, thank you for the explanation. What about you Sergio? Well, uh, first of all, in the morning, I usually wake up and I think about all the clients that I have and and the clients that I need to attend and answer them if it's necessary because, you know, I have some clients uh, in a different time zones and that's a common process when you're working remotely. 
Um, after this, I prepared everything to leave to my house. I mean, my lunch, my computer, and then I take my car and I drive to, to the office. Once that I arrive at my desk, I check all the pending tasks that I have from my side. I usually create a list on Trello, but with this new project that I am getting now, I am using GitLab. Okay, GitLab issues or something like that? Yeah, we document a lot of uh, issues that we have on the page and I usually go to Jira and, say, and see what uh, do I need to do. And then I, when I finish the, the task, I notify my progress to the clients. But if I have a problem or I can finish the activities as well, um, I need to give a little update about why it's taking a lot of time or why I'm getting a delay on those tasks and the time that I need to investigate the issues to provide a better solution. Okay, perfect. So, uh, so far we don't have a lot of discrepancy between you both guys. You pretty much do the same. You start your day uh, eating breakfast as anybody else. Yeah. yeah. And then when you get to work, you start by reviewing if you have any notification or notice about anything that could be potentially harm or whatever is affecting your environment. And yeah. then you get to work. After that, you have a meeting with your team that you report to. And from there, you you also start working. Yeah. Currently Pretty much the moment, same. At this moment, it's in that way, but it depends a lot of who are you working Okay, yeah. perfect. Now, Sergio said say being the bad guy. But why? I mean, <laughs> did you guys forget to put the word in a delete query or something? That gets to happen sometimes or not? One time, actually, yeah. I'm kidding, I know. Well, do not do that, for, please. I mean, I mean, what Marie's saying is, if you could say three main issues that could arise on your daily activities, what would they be? Mm, three main a, issues. That's a good question. You, give us your top three. Okay, good. First of all, I think the one that everyone is gonna say, it's that the site is down. You know, that's something that everyone has gone through. So yeah, when the site goes, that goes down, it's like when everyone will go, goes crazy and everything. Uh, second, I will say that a new feature that has been released that is not working properly or is causing issues to some clients and in production obviously and other could be a book that it's found in the in the production environment and it is causing a lot of issues you know something that someone has never tested or yeah sometimes happens okay that would be from development side from the upside what do we have uh, basically i think that luis and i are agree with the first uh, cause when the site is down because uh, when you wake up in the morning and you see the the emails from the client saying mm -hmm. hey the site is down and you need to attend that as soon as possible uh, the other problem that uh, we usually see with the new clients is uh, hacking attempts when you need to see what you can do to help the clients and the three I think is when the development the deployment process, sorry, doesn't work as expected. I mean, imagine that you have a deployment process def defined, but the developer says, hey, uh, that didn't work, and I could put my new changes to, to the application. So I need to see what happened, 
and collect the logs from the application and say, okay, we need to do this, this, and this. Okay, so pretty much if somebody wants to releases, release their code and they're not able to, hacking attempts and site down. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. How you guys solve this kind of problems? It's like pretty easy to achieve or, or fix or it's pretty hard, I mean. I, I will say I'll leave it to the sysadmins just to finish the <laughs> <laughs> But But now, um, well, it depends a lot of the situation because you, you, first of all, what you need to do is to stay calm, uh, you know, tell the client that you're going to solve it as soon as possible. That's the first, first thing to do, I'll say. Yep. And then, you know, normally what we do is pair working when we, from each side of us, uh, let's say my side from programming and hers, his side from administration, uh, what, I, what we do is to start to check if a new change has been deployed, if that is the, the, the main, let's say, reason of the problem, or maybe a new configuration, a new, you know, it, it depends a lot of the, of the things that are happening, but normally we check from our ends and and you know communicate each other to see what what we are seeing yes basically the most common process that i follow when the site is down or something happens on the site is to go to the logs oh yeah it depends a lot of uh, where do you are uh, getting those logs sorry and i start working on notify to the client and notify to to the developer, in this case, Luis, to say, hey, Luis, uh, we had a problem with the code in this part. Or, uh, Luis, uh, we had a problem with the live site because some services are, were not working properly, so I need to fix it. Okay, Luis, now, you say, like, you will leave it to the six admin, and I would like to know if there is always, like, a beefing with the operation side, or you guys get to, to collaborate together, is there like a multiverse where you can work together to fix these kind of problems or it's just like not possible? Well, yeah, it happens. It's, it's a really good question. Um, but we actually do that collaboration when, first of all, as, as we mentioned, when we have an issue that it's important and we have to fix it, you know, with help. And maybe when we change something from the infrastructure or when we do a deployment, depending on the tools we are using at the moment. So, or also a closed service uh, when we are hosting, you know, when we need to change that. And yeah, it depends a lot of the project on how the client manages uh, all this kind of stuff. Because some clients don't have a one or just don't have a team, just have mm -hmm. you and everything. And yeah, when we need an explanation from both sides, you know, because sometimes Sergio gets in, in some technologies that I manage and he doesn't know how to do something. So he comes to me, same as me when I have to, to you know, to configure something and I am alone. That's one of the, let's say, situations when we collaborate together. Yeah. So, Antonio, what do you think? Well, basically, when the functionality of the application of the website is not the right one, I need to talk with Luis to have a better explanation of the normal behavior of the application. Sometimes I try to access to uh, a specific part of the application and I can't because I don't know how it works. So I need to go with Luis and say, hey Luis, can you help me with this? But also this is needed uh, to know what services are causing that the application works as expected and install it. Both of us start finding the main causes for this and well, we find a way to fix those 
kind of issues that we could present in the production environments. So what you are actually saying right now is when things get hard, you get to collaborate with each other to, to get to know what did each side change over a night or over days or what changed in the application or in the infrastructure that could be causing this issue, right? Yeah, that could happen sometimes. Yeah. That's when you get deep into the jungle. Yeah, and that's when the when the jungle goes crazy. So I will also add like a perfect collaboration example is like when you guys are working on very custom apps, like you have a very Dockerized application that is like very custom. It has like very, a lot of hard coded like lines of code and sometimes the applications crash. I mean, that's, that's normal. It's like uh, the life cycle of the project when you are working on these kind of things, right? And I don't know, how do you guys help the other team member or either facing a problem or practice that you follow? In the moment when we need to apply new solutions for a common issue, I start mentioning different ways to solve them and expressing why adding those services or making those configurations, we can reach the solution that we want. In addition, once that we got the solution, I try to help in all the ways that I can on the project. For example, imagine that Luis is working with a specific service that he doesn't know a lot, but I can help him when it's necessary. And also I'm trying to give in ideas and being available in all cases that I can. Okay. Well, if it is from developer side, you know, um, we try to give a good solution to the problem by sharing opinions. Uh, of, uh, or if there is some weird behavior in the code, I help to detect why and when it's happening, you know. And if it's Sergio, for example, maybe gave ideas or explanations. Yeah, you know, the, the thing that we discussed minutes ago, uh, seconds ago, yeah. <laughs> of course, certain things to work, you know, but yeah, basically when he doesn't know something, and he comes to me, I, I give the same, sharing my opinions, maybe checking with him how the application works, because uh, sometimes we have different clients. Um, and yeah, give him what, what I can, and yeah. Okay. That's basically what I do, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay, and that is why we need to have a specialized team to tackle the tasks that we, as business owners, project managers, product managers, or product owners, whatever you want to call it, have and also to integrate a good development and communication methodology between your teams. Meaning that your operations department knows what the development department is doing and the development department gets to work with the QA department, all the three of them together and create better products. If you're in need of getting a specialized team to build your application, feel free to send us your, an email at info at clickittech.com. Okay guys, now final round. We now have all these different points of view. We now know that how you guys start your routine, how do you collaborate with each other. Now, do you think it's a good idea crossing beyond your main responsibilities? For example, you as ops or you as developer? Is it a good idea to do more than what's expected in your job? Yeah, I'm gonna add something like when you lose forgot, I don't know, to add a semicolon to your code, Sergio could do it right, but it, is it good to do it? I mean, it is a good practice or not? I would, like to, I would like to know what you guys think on that. Well, basically it depends on the task. 
but I think that could be a good idea just to don't bother the developer team. In my case, for example, to have uh, necessary information to solve different issues that are minimal in difference with the tasks that were assigned to Luis, for example. Imagine that Luis is working or Luis will have a, a call in some minutes and I need to solve some problems with the code, but those problems are uh, minimal. So I prefer to start making those quick fixes to don't bother Luis because Luis will have the call in some minutes. What do you think, Luis? Is it good to do more than what's expected? Because I know that you have played with infrastructure as well. I mean, a little bit, no, not so deep, but is it good to cross your role with the operations or even the QA? Yeah, I, I strongly believe that you should because, you know, it's not bad to know a little of, of everything. And obviously you won't be an expert in that field like what Sergio does. But um, yeah, you can save some time to your partners when you have a little problem you can solve by yourself, knowing that things, or maybe in the situation when you are alone and you don't have time or maybe partners, you know, in some kind of situation that you don't have the opportunity to talk with uh, other persons, it is good to know a little about that things because yeah, it might save you in some urgent time. You don't know what can happen. Yeah, and I mean, it's pretty easy, I think. It's like, do not mess with my code, but help is welcome. <laughs> like, if a small yeah. change, like if a small change can help the whole team from a big problem, I mean, it's big because there is a problem, but the solution is like small, then, well, I mean, do it. Like, why wait until the developer to fix it if you can do it from their operation side or vice versa? Yeah, I, I, I think the same as well. I mean, there are things that are not limited to roles that it would be good if you could do it. And that's why you also like to do uh, uh, revisions on your, on your code with uh, another peer or also teach another team members what you do. So when you are not there, uh, somebody else can take the job, right? Yeah. I don't know if you guys have something else to add just to wrap up this episode. Well, I don't think so. I'm <laughs> sure of ideas. Don't be afraid <laughs> of the microphone. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, but yeah, as you said, it's good. Good to know. Okay. Well, guys, thank you so much for being with us today in this episode. I mean, it was great to know what you guys do for a living and in your life outside the computer. And well, thank you. I'll, I'll see you in the next episode. See ya. See you. Time. Okay. Thank you guys. Have a great day. Thank you guys for listening. If you like the podcast, please subscribe to it. And if you need more information, you can follow us on our website, clickittech.com or on social media, click it smart technologies. See you in the next episode.